Do you observe it? Oh, and then smelt it. He went, are you just, are you just yourself? I went, yeah. He went, are you all right? I went, yeah. So should we carry on? I went, yeah. And we, finished, we did 10 reps. I think we come first or second. We asked you mid-lifting. One of the toughest strong men in history, right here. Welcome to another episode of the Giants Life Strongman podcast. As ever, with Daz. Wow, I was about to say Loz. I do apologise. Bloz. <laughs> Blousey. <laughs> I'll start that probably because I don't want to insult, I don't want to insult yeah, Loz. Oh, <laughs> I know what Nev's thinking. I'm going to put that bit in. Absolutely. <laughs> Welcome to the Giants Life podcast with Daz, Brycey, myself. But the guest this week is none other than one of the finest brains in all of Strongman, none other than Rob Frampton. <laughs> Rob, how are you, sir? I'm very well, thank you. Very well. The, the finest brain could make it, so we've got Rob yeah, Frampton. Yeah. That was about fifth in line, sixth in line. <laughs> Sorry, man. <laughs> Mick, currently, currently outside, um, training shortly, is Adam Bishop at the moment. He is. Hopefully, in a few months' time, he's going to do the unthinkable and pull 505 off the floor. He will. And you just said it there. That was a, there's no doubt at all in your mind. No, no doubt. What's the process been like for this? Uh, it... <laughs> Bish is so dialed in to what he does. He's he's, he's so um, he's just clever with his training, his day to day. Since it, obviously being um, with his rugby background and him being coach for Quins and stuff, uh, he made that decision like Ed did back in the day, where he wanted to go full time. That, like it was for Ed, was literally the catalyst which propelled him forward into his whole strong man. Um, future so to speak so he now uh, literally gets up and from the time he gets up to come goes to bed is everything is dialed into strongman um he's got one thing in mind obviously to win world's strongest man but this year i wouldn't say it's taking a back step i think it's part of the whole um kind of loop which um, all, all strongmen do to gain that supremacy of winning world's strongest man is part of that is um is to pull the five of five Mm -hmm. yeah, I think he, I think he was certainly doing a lot of good. I think it would get actually if he did five oh five. I could see Bish going on and winning worlds if mm -hmm. he were to do that. But I think he'd need that for his confidence. I think so. Yeah, I think he's up there with one of those guys now. Like you, you see him as a finalist every year now. I think he's been three times in the final. Mm. It's not just luck. You know what I mean? No. He's getting there every year. Uh, hey, let's just give Rob his dues. How, how many times world's strongest man competitor? Uh, I did three. Three. Yeah. Three. Three. So one less than than, than Sadler. You did another couple fringe. Reserved. Type yeah, came in and watched and uh, clapped and did all the bits and pieces in the crowd. <laughs> so, yeah. That was me, two, yeah. twice me. And the, the first one, no, first one I left was the qualifier. And it was the only qualifier in this country and it was at uh, Darren's gym up the road. We were we just talking about that, though, yeah, but previously. That was, that was for my place at World's Strongest Man. Yeah, and right. I couldn't go because I was ill. And I, and, I, and I put that on for you guys, uh, the guys who I thought and you won, were possibly right? going, you did, won, yeah. Yeah. Won it, yeah. yeah. Good it was contest. A good show, it was it was cracking contest. I was just actually saying in one of the last podcasts how many people we had watching. It was it was pretty impressive. It was filled up. Everything was filled it was up. The gym car park. Yeah, yeah, it was good. And the fact you said it, the money you pretended it was going to charity, but really it was for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's where the, the, indirectly that show was sort of how I got involved with promoting because I thought, yeah. wow, it was great. You know, mm. um, I like a bit of this. Yeah, you needed okay. something. Throughout a lot of these, we are asking people, our guests, who's the greatest strongman of all time? For yeah. you, who is it? The Dreamers. Again, no question. No question. Okay, if we were to be more specific, 
a question we asked in a recent podcast was who, which year and which person was the best strongman? So for example, Bish said he felt possibly Thor 2018 was the most complete strongman ever. I'm going Kazmaier 82. Um, I would probably go... Mm, see, Zadunas won his first Worlds. So I still put Pudzianowski in the same Yeah, see, Marius was I good. ignored that. Marius, Marius did some unbelievable uh, unbelievable stuff. Yeah, he was phenomenal. Zadunas so just had that... He's always had that <coughs> slow burn. So he's been doing it, what, 20-odd years, maybe longer. And he's always been up and around, even in the 90s when he... You know, <clears throat> the Bahamas and stuff, when he dropped the stone on, him, on his chest... And uh, still, he still plays like third. He was just still so phenomenal. He detached both quads, came back the following year, come third again, second again. Uh, Malta 2009, when he won his first Worlds, he, he just looked amazing. Just looked so, so good. Um, I think maybe it's tricky because Brian gets in, he gets in between a few of his but Brian, titles. Brian saw before he, before he hurt his arm. Yeah, Brian, Brian was, I think it was 2011. Yeah. He would have a good argument to be. Yeah, you're he was right. Terrifying. Actually. He was on the really on the rise, and he just overtook Zadrunas when yeah. Zadrunas was on the rise. He was, but that he could have been the really exciting. In fact, the year before, remember, he, he lost the, the title in South yeah. Africa. Is that with the sandbag? Drop the sandbag got dropped sandbag. off. You know, yeah. it was like. Yeah. <laughs> and then remember Zadrunas falling backwards with it as well. Yeah. That was a heck of an event, yeah. actually. I don't think Brian gets the credit he deserves. By the way, no, he, he absolutely does. No, Brian is were he to win the world's strongest man this year and he absolutely is one of the favourites mm -hmm. despite being 40 I believe in my opinion that makes him the greatest of all time absolutely he ties Pudzianowski and nobody can say anything about the era yeah. and how there was a, another challenge event I mean you, you were at one point you weren't doing world's strongest brand mm -hmm. right and you came back in 06 right yeah there was like 05 whatever it was was it 06 you came back yeah yeah just in time to, to yeah yeah, yeah well, so yeah. would that be the biggest gap between world title wins because it would 15 I think be his last so seven years between wins if he were to get that Probably, I think. Probably yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't yeah, think of yeah, anyone yeah. who's sort of at that kind of. The problem no. is, the problem is, I've said this before. You see, like with someone like Brian, or, or especially with Brian. So Brian's won it four times, right? When he, let's say, he came fifth a couple of years ago, and then he came second last year, people go, "Oh yeah, that's Brian. He's lost it. It's like he's lost it. He won't win it again." <laughs> when he came second, he was only a point behind Tom going into the Stones, I believe, and and he, he's always been just behind. If anybody else came second, you'd be like, oh, well, they'll probably win it next year. But because Brian came second and he's won it so many times, he said, well, that's it. He can never get first again. Mm. Second's a massive thing. And people write him off for coming second. Yeah, so you know? true, isn't it? It's like, it's so true. Second, oh, he only came second. It's like, but if he'd never won it before, it would be a bigger it's, thing. It certainly looked like he tailed off in 20, <coughs> 2020 when he came fifth. Was it fifth? It was fifth, yeah, yeah. Or was it was it even seventh? I can't was remember. Hamstring, though, didn't he? I think I think it was maybe it was fifth in twenty nineteen, then was he, and then seventh and and it looked like he was on the decline. Yes, I mean hamstrings and he mm. was just big and and then he really I mean talk about changing his his whole look mm. last year. It looks a lot better now. But Pudgen, I guess the point was Pudzianowski's five titles. I would say probably three of them were against everybody pretty much, and then. Mm. Two of them were a bit 
came a bit easier because not everybody was yeah, there. Yeah, but that a wasn't his fault, easier. was it? You know what I mean? Not, not his fault. Win against people that are there. The only win against, yeah, but I guess the world was slightly divided then. It was, but when he did, obviously, he, in all those, he did dominate. He, he was, I mean, I would say his biggest domination was probably uh, 03, I think, in Zambia the second time. He was like, it's just off the scale there. But it was only Virostuk who managed to beat him in one event. Well, and he lost oh, one oh, event of eight. Oh, oh, Virostuk came through and won it. You know. Yeah, and he, I mean, he, 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 he won the deadlift for reps, if I remember yeah. correctly. He beat Zadrunas and that. <laughs> hammering everybody and everything. I, I, as somebody who, say, doesn't necessarily like Strongman, but stumbles across it, I think Pujanovsky is one of the best adverts for Strongman ever. Because yeah. when you just see his rig and you think, mm. who the hell is that guy? It's unbelievable. And, and he's dominant. He looked like almost like a bodybuilder at times. Mm, yeah. That was just nuts. Just and competitive as hell. He still loves oh, it. Yeah. So Rob, you've been involved a lot in like some great moments because of your I don't know, coaching and you know, you're always backstage supporting the guy. So you you know, every, when you look at a lot of the world records and things like that, you're always lurking in the background. So mm. What's what's been your big moments? I think I know what you're going to say, but what's what's your big moments that you most enjoyed and most proud of? Oh God, Eddie, when really he pulled that 500, wow. that was just because we we both set that, that um, bar up, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Yeah, we levered yeah. it off, and we kind of both looked at each other and we couldn't quite believe that there's 500 kilos on that bar. Eddie was so particular, wasn't he? he came to and he said, "Please, guys, I want you to." See. He's got he wanted a bit of tape up the middle. Yeah, and he wanted it. It, it, was, it was he wanted it exactly right. Wanted it to be measured. He wanted a piece of tape mm. up the middle so you could see where to stand. Yeah. He literally, this is how he wanted it. And we talked about it before. And then we, and then it was mine and Rob's responsibility to oh, make yeah. sure it was Rob right. Was that, wasn't it? Yeah, of course it was. Yeah. The place still, yeah, it was filling up with close to what, 12,000? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were watching us. And we're both on our hands and knees making sure that this, this 500 kilos, and it's quite hard to roll 500 kilos. It's, you know, it's not like a, you know, like a, a slam ball. And it had to be absolutely, so it was in line of both the, um, both the pieces applied, both the tape down the, the middle, yeah. the, be- the, the, mid- the absolute middle of the bar, and it was just... I didn't want to mess it up. No, I didn't. <laughs> but, I mean, th- that day when he pulled that, um, I mean, obviously we all wanted him to pull it. A lot of people were very sceptical whether he would do it or not, um, including me. But literally, we've got um, sort of videos of the audience. A lot of people were crying in the yeah. audience. Like, literally, it was so emotional. Yeah, it was. It was unbelievable. Well, Radzi yeah. was in the audience. Radzi was a paying member of oh, yeah, the was, audience that year. Yeah. What, what, what was it like? Because we, we were there working, if you like. What was it like to be in the audience there? It was. So, first <laughs> of all, there was that, everyone was talking about, is he going to do it? Is he going to do it? Then he speed reps, 465, was it? Mm, and all of a sudden, I remember hearing the noise, and the noise was, ooh. And, it was, and that was everyone going, oh, wow, this is on. This is on, yeah. And then... Seeing him when he's got a towel over his head, is it when is he going to go for it? When is he going to go for it? And then it was almost, it was a bit of a dead time. And then all of a sudden, it's happening now. And then he just stood there. And when you see that man bend down, my ex girlfriend at the time said, You're paying 80 pounds to watch a man stand up. And it was worth every penny. <laughs> when he put his hands on the bar, and it's, Here we go. Here we go. I don't know how long it, I mean, I've seen it back on YouTube a number of times, but that felt like 20 seconds watching that go up. And I remember just looking at my mate who was actually holding his phone and then he stopped even recording. He was just looking, we were looking at each other going, ah, it felt like a moment in history. Mm-hmm. And that was a moment in sport. And, and we, we, so obviously we're running the show and you're trying to keep saying, 
because you've got all these things going on, cameras and everyone, mm. and then you've got to carry on with the rest of it. We, this is the first event of Ex- Europe's Strongest Man. Yeah. And everyone lost their mind a bit. Didn't know what to do after. Everyone was just we? like, well, well, and then you were like, right, I better go interview him. It's like the weirdest thing. We, we all sort of got lost in it the moment. Did, it, it just didn't. I just, I think, let's be all really honest here. It was kind of a mythical number. And, and, and I must admit, I thought, just get it off the floor a couple of inches and we can do this all again next year. <laughs> <laughs> we'll make our fortune. <laughs> Fuck me, it's going up. Yeah. It's going up. He's got it. Put it, it down, amazing. man. Put it down and don't die. Put it down. Do you know, do you know, it was, it was just like a did. shock. And I get it. I don't think he changed this, to be quite honest with you. He stayed stood up too long. Yeah. Because he stood up, he's like, he's got it. And I think he thought, I'm going to hold this for a while now because I'm not going to be in this position again. <laughs> And that's when his nose started bleeding and everything like that. Because you imagine being stood there with that weight and he's rocking. And I'm like, please put it down, Ed. And I think that's where he, he went all dizzy. Because mm. um, you would never do that, would you? Well, you, 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 if, you, if you look at the slow motion head on, he, it, it, it's, it's, it's like a sort of, it's coming up, it's coming up. And then he's there and, he, and he's in, clearly in some wild ecstasy. But then his eyes just... Yeah, and there's, there's, yeah. it's like and off. Yeah, <laughs> it's just too much. Yeah, it was. And it, and it, and I think he probably almost faints. Actually, can we tell a old... secret about what happened with the Channel Five broadcast? Was in that? terms of cutting the the, the close up shot that we see on the Channel Five broadcast of that? What story? What story? What were you saying? Remember what was the accusation? <laughs> it's probably it? a secret for a reason, Ramsey. Yeah. 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 It's good. If you tune into this, it's worth it. <laughs> So, so basically, when they cut mm-hmm. to the close-up of Eddie's face as he locks out, it's actually the close-up of his speed rep, 465, because there was so much blood that it was unbroadcastable. Uh, if I told you that, then, then, uh, then we no, did that's it. No, that's what I heard from somebody at Channel 5, obviously. Not yourself, Colin. It was somebody from Channel 5. <laughs> if, 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 do you know what? My memory's so bad now, I can't even remember if we did that. It, it, it wouldn't be surprised yeah. if, if we were asked to to change it okay because it was uh, it doesn't sound like the kind of thing i would do in fact ah, i remember now yes yes I, there was yeah there was an executive producer who's no longer there who who thought it was a bit unsavory for family audiences to see that much blood and it didn't change the results or anything and it was the same person doing the same lift so i do remember that now yeah it was very much uh, yeah not what i wanted yes but it, yeah, sometimes there's higher powers. How, yes. What were you saying to him before? <laughs> before and uh, maybe it's unbroadcast. <laughs> Horrific. <laughs> Horrific. <laughs> to get into his mindset, um, it, obviously a lot of training, a lot of coaching stuff with with people and um, with those lifts, these big one maxes, is is a lot of mindset control and and dialing in that that one specific thing, which you know we've all got buttons that press each other, whether it's angry or, or memories or something. So. You know, speaking to speaking to Ed and understanding what he's passionate about, what he's really, you know, you know, his family and stuff and um, things like that is, is is obviously great ammunition for me to to talk to him while he's setting up. So <clears throat> it's like a scale. So as he's resting, he's in between. So we had <clears throat> so we had uh, everything set out in the back uh, where he was going to sit, and he's always physio, and he had his table full of like um, <laughs> sweets and. And chocolate and and uh, all his uh, isotonics and stuff. So that was all sorted. Then we had like a a whiteboard, and um, I set out on the whiteboard um, three lifts. And it was lift one, which was the he came in at four twenty because mm-hmm, he, he right. pulled a couple of mm-hmm. like like unbelievably silly 
reps at 400 at the back. So I said, right, so that's, so we didn't, we didn't number them because if you, you know, I don't like to work, especially on rep, on records and one rep maxes is numbers. I must rather put them as a tally or as a, a, a set or a rep. So we did rep one, rep two, rep three. And then when he went out and pulled the 420, I, I crossed off rep one. And then when he went out and, and, and equaled the world record, I crossed off rep two. And then all we see it as is you got one more rep. One more rep today and we're done. So he hasn't got to think about the half time, he hasn't got to think about reset or any, any of the stuff that could maybe change his mental state or could maybe think, oh, I'm just about to do the unthinkable here. All I had him thinking about was what I said on the whiteboard was uh, rep three. That's it. That's it. So just simplifying it, basically. Yeah, just condensing it down into such a small, small amount of information mm. because the body or the mind and all of us here will take on different information so much differently even if it is just one sentence or one word one letter we all take it on differently so condense it down to one thing all he has to think about is that one thing not the whole grandeur the whole theatre of being outside hmm. so by dialing it into one small specific which he's done throughout the years and years and years of him progressing with strongman but also the record that he was going about to do in the gym he's he knows in his head, he's got all he's got to do in that session, so to speak, is one more rep. Mm-hmm. That's it. So as as we're talking about, we're we're talking about um, how his body feels, how he's feeling. Um, is he taking on enough fluids? Does he feel good? Does he need a pee? How's his suit? Just these simple little things. He's going, yeah, yeah, all cool. So not even getting into his head. Nothing's even bothering him. Not he's not even worried about when's, what's when's going the big on. Turn on moment then. So <clears throat> obviously with. Uh, I work a lot on cues and triggers. So cues to me are things that you'll do pretty much before uh, you get to uh, the bar, so to speak, or before you'll get to the Viking or before you'll pick up the dumbbell will be small um, regimented cues, which are a positive so- a positive signal to your brain. Mm. So we'll, it'll be something like, um, right, so we're going to remember your set position. So he's like, yeah, set position. So he knows that your set position is, is his stance and his hands, right? So that's his first cue. So I'll go, right, so remember your set position. Get it lined up. So we line the bar up. It's perfect. All you got to do, set position and go. Right, yeah. So Darren comes back. And I think Jonty's there about, oh, he's next up. And Darren's going, is he ready? Give him the thumbs up. You're other side now, aren't you? Walk around the other side. I'm this side. Mm. So the then it's the, I've kind of switched the, the kettle on now. So we're starting to boil. So the, the water's not quite there. So I'm just talking about different things. And then, then I'll switch to things that I know trigger Ed. So family, his children. That sounds terrible, really, doesn't it? But um, I'm doing all, all as a, a plus for him. So <clears throat> we're talking about different things. So you can kind of see, and I can see the vein in his neck uh, pulsing more. So I can, I know his adrenaline's going. So, but it's not just the air there. So we're halfway through the kettle. So I then move to things about doubt. So another trigger for Ed is he believes in himself, and I believed in him that he could pull 500. But he wasn't too sure if the, if the others, if the crowd did. And that to him is a huge thing because people doubting him is big. You know, we don't like doubt, do we? We hate people doubting us. It makes us feel like, ooh, not inadequate, but it's, it's, a, it's a worry, isn't it? So I've dialed that into him about this, this crowd. They've literally wasted their money. They think you can't do it. This is the time they have to prove them wrong. So he's like, yep. Is that why you, is that why you start to show them, Eddie? Show them. Yeah. yeah so another trigger. I that. So we're we're basing through. So now the kettle's just coming to boil. So I know I've got maybe thirty, maybe forty seconds before I let them go before it's time because you can overboil. 
the kettle and then it's lost. Fact, fact, I think I can picture your voice. I've heard it so many times. Show, show them, Eddie. Show them, Eddie. Yeah. Now's the time, Eddie. Yeah. Now's the time, So Eddie. it's literally, I know you can do it. You know you can do it. Show them. Now's mm. the time. And that was the last trigger. It was, now's the time. And that's when he did his rock, things, uh, straps on, bang, up. Perfect. And what was he thinking of? Do you, presumably, you, you, he's shared it before, Eddie, hasn't he? About, you know, his family and he was... Yeah, about him, him literally picking that weight off of his of his kids. They were going to die. If he didn't put that weight off, his kids were, were gone, they were dead. And the idea they being that you, you release so much adrenaline in one big yeah, hit. Yeah, so you're literally bottling it up. So you're, like, like with the words and everything else, you're condensing all the words, all the lift into one tiny little funnel. And that's the lift, bang. That's the, that's the trigger, the last trigger. But um, it worked. <laughs> at what yeah, point did you th did you know that he got the rep so you know oh, I knew he was going to lift it a year before I knew he did it he could do it but you know for example some people if they get it to their knees it's up or oh the minute that bar came off the floor it was done wow because the, the power we, we all saw that how much and that's a good bar that's an oaky bar they're, they're, a, they're a handmade bar they're expensive I think it's one of yours isn't it your mm. bar from your gym I think yeah uh, that bar is is super and Eddie, Eddie's lift very even as well. If you walk, if you Beautiful. It literally goes, you know, some people are, are fast and slow over the legs. Eddie just always seemed to move. Even when he repped, he always seemed to move yeah. very even. It's almost did, like he, a powerlifting rep, actually. But he, he did something I always thought was very quite unusual, Eddie. He, he, he had his head so almost curled into his yeah. chest, mm. which seemed to, you know, take away that sort of change of movement as you pass the I knees. Think, yeah, he just kind of drove all the way up. He condenses into his back and his spine. Where he sits in that lovely deep squat position, he, he almost keeps his head over the bar. Yeah. He's, right. Is that about getting his arms lower? Kind of, because he's such a big guy, he was such a big guy back then, he couldn't do the shoulders over the bar and then sit, clutch and up. He has to sit back into the lift first and then come up with his legs. Because he's so powerful in his hips and his legs. You know, we all, we all lift differently and we're deadlift. A lot of deadlifters... Bish is a, a narrow stance, glute, hamstring lifter. And that and he's very narrow and he'll pull with his hamstrings, his glutes. That's why his backside's so massive. Looks like someone's following him. <laughs> uh, he pulls like that. Um, Ed is a super powerful with his deadlifter. He was a quad puller. So his front quad, upper back. And that's how he pulls. Like Almost like he, if you look on the side and you move the, if you could move the video around, it would look like he was on a leg press. And this is another thing that I coach a lot with people doing lifts and stuff. You know, thing, uh, one of the uh, most um, sort of like underrated piece of kit in a gym is a leg press because it can, it can do so much to your, to your deadlift. Here's a question for you. Would you advise as a coach, and in particular, you know a lot about deadlifting, have lifted some big weights yourself, would you advise any form of neck adjustment before a deadlift? Oh God, no! <laughs> what then? It puts you in the hospital for three days. Uh, do you know this story, Ratsy? No, no. Was that before deadlift for a long time. Yeah, it was before deadlift in, in Australia. Yeah, so I, I was at the uh, 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 the Melbourne Games in um, in in Australia. Yeah, and uh, I'd just done the log, and I was the strict press. So I had about one eighty strict pressed it, and I could feel a rib out on my my right side. I was like, oh. And I couldn't roll it, I couldn't squeeze it. And there was a physio guy there in that was dealing with the crossfitters, the powerlifters, and I thought he's he knows his onions, he, he must know what he's doing. I said, Oh no, mate. I said, I've got a rib out. I said, No, it is, it's it's here. He went, oh, okay. He said, Can I just try it, test everything just to make sure everything's level? I said, It is. I'm midway through a comp, but I just need this rib putting back. So he said, Oh, okay. So he put it on the bed, found it, and it was it was it was raised, because I've done it many times. Pop the rib back. I went, oh, lovely. Thanks. <laughs> he said, can I just spin to turn it over just so everything else is straight now I've adjusted it? I went, well, that seems, that's quite straightforward. 
So he checked something, hips and ribs, and he went, oh, just can I just feel your neck? And he's just checking around. I was like, yeah. And then he went, oh, I'm just going to do a quick adjustment. Before I could go, mate, don't, he's gone bang. And he's adjusted my neck that way. And I think, from what I can remember, he got seven clicks out of my neck. What? Mm. Seven clicks? Yeah. So I've literally got off the off the bed. What? And I've gone, what the hell are you doing? He went, oh, I'm just kind of... Uh, just trying to re re. Well, I don't know what he's doing. So as I've got off, my my brain has gone a little bit whirly, and I'm I'm over in the bin throwing up because whatever he's done is is now into like a a bit of a chain 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 reaction of what my body's trying to do. So I've I've now thrown up because I don't know what's going on. Come outside to try and do a deadlift, and I don't know where I. I don't well, know that was, where I that was refereeing. Hmm. So it was what was the opening way? It was only like three sixty or three eighty. Yeah, it went down. It went down to the bar, and I saw it. I saw it was great, wasn't it? And, and he strapped on like that, and you had no energy. And then you went to pull it a little bit, and then you just stood up like that, and you were just wobbling a bit. And then you went down again. I went, Rob, something's not right. Well, mate. Just, you're, you're I'm not, not right. So, so I, I just said, No, mate, you aren't going to pull this. You're not right. You know, you could just see it isn't going to go. And then. Uh, obviously, you went backstage. Next yeah. thing, into hospital. Yeah. And he, what had it? What had happened? Was, was it your aorta? Uh, he torn. He partially torn my. Uh, was a carotid cro- artery. Not aorta, carotid. That could have killed you. But still. Yeah. Could have put me. Well, I was to move three days. Had, no, had, had, yeah. With all that pressure as well. Luckily, yeah. it was only. I think it was a, a tiny nick, but that's what yeah. made him so dizzy and everything. And obviously, it clogged up yeah. instantly. And, Oof, but basically, it was a. He was having a, a, a bleed. Yeah, almost a. Uh, yeah, almost a stroke. Wow. And because I was so big, they couldn't put the neck thing on, so they had to make make do with about four towels around my neck, and I had to stay like that for two days. Yeah, so to be to be fair, as well as to to the, I think I I spoke to the physio. I didn't. I don't. I, don't, I think I did. I called him up because or a chiropractor, but because um, we were like, hey, this is because we were in a country where you really have to pay quite a bit of money for for medical treatment, and um, and he said, yeah, there is. Always a one in a whatever hundred thousand people chance that could happen. Mm. Um, then it's not you know when someone goes two three off. In all fairness to the organisers of that competition, that guy wasn't actually working there. No, he just jumped in to help out. I think he was just helping out as yeah. well. Like, you know, to, to give it, to give the guy who's due he, mm. he well, yeah, but to, he was trying to do his best. I think, and it wasn't exactly good. Was that the last time no. you ever had competed? Then did you come back and do much more? After no, that? I did a bit after that, but I couldn't. Um, I had trouble with um, uh, blood pressure. So yeah. if, if I lifted too heavy, anything past about three forty, I'd black out. I, I couldn't. Yeah, I couldn't adjust. Did you rise through? Okay, exactly. Yeah, three hundred forty yeah. pounds. <laughs> but you see, funnily enough, the stats on um, sort of the, I'm not sure what you call the kind of net clicking. Even those numbers of the one in, let's say, five hundred thousand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The reason it's as high as that is actually because of what happens in Thailand, because you've got so many untrained people. Who are, and also because of barbershops where you go and have a, 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 yeah, a yeah. close, obviously being so pursuit as I am. Well, yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so that's why it's, so the chances of something going majorly wrong are actually What barbershops do you go to? But what, crack your neck as well? Yeah, so you know if you have a close shave, the, yeah. the, sort of the Turkish kind oh, of places. Oh, like a wet shave sort of looking. Yeah. And, and, and a geezer puts his hands on your head and cracks you. Yeah, so they'll, they'll, if you want, you can have a massage and they'll click and... To be honest with you, I... Since that happened, I can't bring myself anyone to do it. No, I've never. I to get a massage. Someone just crack your neck a bit. I no. can't. Just got. I can't. My mind won't let anyone do that mm. now. No, I don't think about that. You have to be super loose for that kind of thing and just mm. totally go with it. I imagine you'd be. 
you know, mid warming up. He just done a lot. Yeah, I just wanted my rib putting back. But mm. he thought he could give me a quick MOT mid event. So, <laughs> right. You were there for a while, weren't you? Yeah, three days in hospital. And then come back about eight weeks later, I had this massive <laughs> four grand bill. Mm. And I rang you and went, What do I do with this? He went, Do you know what? I'm not too sure. Uh, I said, Let me give, get my old side. So I spoke to the physio, rang him, and said, Look, yeah. You know, I got this bill. He said, "Oh, I'll, I'll pay for it." So I paid for it. I paid for it. So he did sort it in the end. Yeah, he paid for it. All, yeah. Good on him. Good on him. Yeah, yeah he got insurance. He had insurance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, he did. Things happen. You hope so. And now he works for Giants Life. Yeah, he's just a boom operator or something. Yeah, that was fun. That was fun. He's done. How many? Rob's done the rounds, man. I remember in Ukraine, we're having. We've had a riot with you everywhere. There's many, many. We've had some fun. What was? Do you ever do any of the? You didn't do the team event with Sadra in Ukraine or any other. We didn't do a team. No, did team one. Oh God, we did. We did a team one. Yeah, body power. We did. Yeah, yeah. Myself and Loz and Ken and you. Had uh, had Gary Gardner yeah. and um, Gary Gardner, the world's hairiest man, and I think Jay Hughes. Hughes. Jay Hughes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we had so a Eddie, joint... Eddie was in it as well. Eddie had a team, yeah. And then Brian Shaw was in a team yeah. as well. And we had a um, a two man deadlift. And that week I had a little bit of a dicky tummy. And I said to Loz, <laughs> "I'm not too sure if I'm going to be well." I think uh, Loz has touched on this on some of the interviews of Worlds. And I was like, "Mate, I'm going. I'm coming. Like, I'm, I'm coming. I'm not going to let you down." And that's been my thing. Even when I broke my arm at competitions, I've still turned up and, and all the other weird and wonderful stupid things I've done. I've always, because I don't like letting people down. Like, I can't, just, not my thing. So I said, no, I'll be there. So even though I've got a stomach thing, I've had, like, I don't know, just just terrible. I've turned up. He's like, you're right. I said, yeah, not too bad, not too bad. Stomach's still a little bit-ish. Went, okay, well, should we do the deadlift? Yes, do the deadlift, because, you know, lots of our mutual sort of strength at the time, similar heights. And I'm thinking, and I've, it, they're going right. We're going to get ready for the deadlift. I'm like, my stomach's going. I'm making the world. He's doing the rounds. I'm like, mm, not too. Do you know what? We're just going to go with it. So, tied up to the deadlift. Lost. Are you ready, mate? Yeah. Okay. Right. I think it's really yet. Yeah. As I picked up, I've emptied my stomach in my rebounds. <laughs> did, did everyone hear it? Did everyone know? Did, did they not? Did, did, did Lost, hear it? Lost, you heard it. Oh, and then no. smelt it. He went, and you just, <laughs> you just shit yourself. I went, yeah. He went, are you all right? I went, yeah. So should we carry on? I went, yeah. I mean, we did 10 reps. I think we come first or second. But you asked you mid-lifting. Yeah, yeah, carry lifting. Well, not much else can happen, is it? <laughs> did it drip out? Well, no. Like, see, no, the joyous no. thing about the rebounds. Yeah, the, 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 suck blue. it up and tight. It was yeah. like a, it was like an adult um, uh, like, uh, uh, nappy. You still, you still got those shorts? Yeah, I am actually. <laughs> You're not one of those people who, who never washes them. <laughs> no, washed. Well, I had to waddle off to the, um, the toilet, so there was a disabled toilet there because it's also a bit bigger. Get into the toilet, <laughs> the disabled toilet. Oh my God, must have tools. Luckily, I still had my undies on, so I had a quick white brand. The um, cleared the decks, sort I of think, with the, with the undies, bob them in the. It looked like one of the bodybuilders had come and sat down. And, <laughs> yeah. and um, had a good clean off, and I wiped down. And then I had to obviously get rid of the. Bits and bobs in me. Um, luckily, it was only liquid in a few little bits, of, you know, a few yeah, little lumps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clean <laughs> them all off in the sink, give them a good wash out. And probably I'm thinking, oh, I don't know how long I've been here. And um, there's people on the, on the on the door like, you're right. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. Just just washing out. Just my, leave um, me alone. So I've, I've, done the, I've done the rebounds and then turn them inside out, give them a quick dry and uh, put them back on, good to go. Mate, that is classic. Mm. He's been it's around a- for time. Uh, how, how did you start strong? I ask him that question. That's the original. I started. How did you get your first 
Oh, come on. I'm leading oh, yeah, so, the end of this one. I, <laughs> I, I watched Strongman from uh, Cars and Capes when I was about eight years old. Loved it. Absolutely loved it. Watched anything that was on the television. Like, I was an, an addict. And then um, I, I, I did a bit of part-time work in a, in a gym in South Sea. So I was, I was doing the door in the evening and working in the gym in the daytime. And I'm there doing my normal bits. And uh, in comes a young, fresh-faced Brosey. Handsome as hell. And he's got and like, a, um, a Eurosport t shirt or something at the time you were working for, weren't you? <laughs> I had like a, a little mini crate of Sven Carlson DVDs I was flogging at the time. <laughs> well, yeah, that and that. And um, I was like, oh, I said, Colin, you're the chap, you do all the pretender for the stock money. He's like, yeah, yeah. I went, oh, and that was it. He couldn't do a workout. I was like, bah, 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 bah. He's, he must have oh. following time. I went, oh, I've just done this video. So this is when Colin used to actually work out. Did, did, yeah. I, did, did I charge you for the video? No, no. I did love it. No, he said, I've just been working on this. On this. It's like one of the, one of the first uh, DVDs. And he gave me, and he, and he had, and he had, and it was had like a, a photocopied front. So it was one of the very first ones, Sven Carlson, Viking Power. And I was like, oh my goodness. Went back home, I don't know how many times I've watched that. And uh, kept, you know, we, we built up a bit. He was massive. Myself. I saw this massive guy that I was like, geez, why didn't you, um, you got to do some small strong. You'd done like some local contest. Yeah, I, did, up and did it. Yeah. I said, dude, you, 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 you know, you're strong as hell. I mean, let's get into yeah. it. And then 2005, he went, oh, do you, do you want to come up to Birmingham? Because it was uh, Dudley. Dudley Castle. He said, do you want to come and um, do the test stuff? And I said, yes, like, I'd love to. And then uh, the day before, he went, oh, no, you can't come up to test the, the stuff. We've had a few people pull out. Can you come and do the competition? And I was like, uh, yeah, sure. So I, I wouldn't up. do it. I didn't. <laughs> you wouldn't <laughs> do it? Yeah. <laughs> I think you were nearly doing it up to the last minute. You went, no, I can't, I can't, I can't. Yeah. No, it was a strange one because the... the, the the federation sort of split, and I was sort of signed to IFSA. That's right, yeah. So, so they were saying, "Oh, don't do it." And then, obviously, uh, it was it was a difficult yeah. one, so I, I didn't do it. Um, yeah, you, Ollie Thompson, Felix, were all mm. IFSA, weren't you? Yeah, I was yeah. begging. He must have had about ten phone calls. Come on, Dasky, I need the credibility. Know, come on, man, come do it, come do it, come do it. That's <laughs> good. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, big Rob. Yeah, stepped up. And stepped then, up. Uh, so so obviously, you've had your history in competing. Then helping coaching Eddie, things like that, mm. helping Bish out, yeah. And then now you're into the old arm wrestling, yeah. So the, I've pretty much um broken pretty much everything on my body, spine is in bits. <laughs> Just about got a decent forearm, yeah. Left. Four, the forearm gonna, of the hand still you're works. Ruin that then. So, um, I've gone from one crazy sort of um niche sport to another crazy niche sport, and I, and I love it. I absolutely are you, love it. Are you competing yet? You're yeah, you're on a I turned pro in the first year. So, because of how well I did at the comp, um, they probably felt sorry for me being like nearly fifteen. I thought I'll give them a go, but I, 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 yeah, I, I do like. But the time so in the pro, the pro sort of um, reigns in that division there, which is tough. You want you want you want a quid yet? Who, you want, who, you want a couple? No, no, man. Who's you compete for then? What's it? What's it? Is there like a league or? Yeah, so there's the, there's the PAA, <laughs> which is the uh, Professional Armourers Association in this country, and they do bits in France and a bit in um, there's the Worlds, which is in Turkey, which I'm hoping to go to. Uh, October uh, and then there's obviously with Neil's Arm Wars mm. that's probably a bit another progression I want to do in the future and I think uh, Loz is taking up a little bit of arm wrestling yeah, as well and he so. wants to do a bit with Neil as well for have you, have you, have you, have you um, tangled with him yet have you yeah he's strong is he good is he? yeah he's got a very strong pronation mm. um, but uh, yeah that'll be but good it seems like with that like it's very much like, well, I suppose it was any sport, but the same guys seem to be winning all the time, don't they? You know, when you look at the top. Yeah, 
Yeah, they are, because I think it takes it's like strong mate. Like you're right, uh, Darren. It's like um, it takes a good few time, two good few years getting up those steps. Once you're up on the top, you, you stay there for a good while until yeah. someone else has that that uh, well has the sort of tenacity in the bollocks, so to speak, to, to climb those steps to get as good as what you are. Um, and likewise, it takes that little bit longer with armless and a lot of the pros, the top top boys, all all in their forties. Yeah, it takes. Oh, is that right? Yeah, yeah. The Devon Larats, the Michael Todds, and uh, uh, um, Todd Hutchins, who's fifty six, still pulls like a train. Uh, the youngest guy, which is the, the not the new boy, but he's been with us all around, not even ten years. Is a uh, Levin. I can't pronounce his second name. He's yeah. Georgian. Levan, and, yeah, he's, and he's he a is monster. And, yeah, I see Larry Wills is doing it now. Yeah, well. Larry's good. Yeah, Larry's yeah. Doing he, did he yeah. come to it late or something? Is, is that why? He likes to try everything, doesn't he? Mm. So he's done a bit of powerlifting and he came to join us a couple had, of years ago. Had a little play with him? Yeah, well, I met... What, what was he like? Um, he's strong. Yeah, I met, I met him over in his... Uh, gym he trains out in... Benus. Uh, it's yeah. amazing, that It's crazy gym, isn't it? Love that gym. And a bit too many mirrors for us, though, mate, wasn't it? It well, was, you liked it, didn't you? I liked it, yeah. It no, it was a good gym. It was a good gym. That was his element. Dad, he's, he's, he's not been reversed as. He's got everything in there. It is, gym. Yeah, it's, it's a phenomenal gym, yeah. It's not yeah. It's not like um, old posh, and it's nah. not, you know, it's not like one of these massive... Really matches, does it? A lot of the huge gyms are all very, like, uh, you know, what's say, but the chain gyms are yeah. all very much... So this isn't, it's like, yeah. almost like, you know, they get like a really good private gym, times yeah. it by like 50 yeah. times as big. Yeah. It's like that. It's so you, cool. Do you think you could beat um, Larry Wills? Uh, give me a year, yeah, possibly. How about, how about Lalas? Have you had a go at Lalas? No, he's like a machine. He was been he he, he did um, arm wrestling before he did strongman. He was like a I national mean, champion. Of is Lalas not going to compete anymore? I thought he was going back to. I it. think he might go back to it. He's I've noticed his training a lot for arm wrestling. He is phenomenal. He's got a hat. He's so, his hands so strong. His, his wrist is strong. I, I, and his I, arm is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I pulled out instantly. It was unbelievable. I couldn't believe it. It was like a piece of iron. Mm. And his arms, his hand, and his arm that is massive as yeah, well. Really so thick. thick. Yeah. Well, Terry had to go over there as well. Terry was good, but yeah. I mean, he, had to, he had to go over his biceps because he had so many injuries right, with his biceps. Yeah. Yeah. But his hand, where he's got such a good grip, his wrist is phenomenally strong. Yeah. Took. Took him a, a long while to, to to crack his wrist and, and to pull him over. You, and you he, you were Larry. Who, who did him? Did you do? You no, we. I didn't grip up with Terry, but um, one of the other guys that was training with Larry had a grip up with um with Terry, and they mm. found it really hard to move Terry. Mm. And he didn't know what he was doing. But normally, so, people do that old movement. Yeah, when they first he just held, just did like a bicep curl, just tucked him in, and the blokes going oh, hanging off the end of Terry. He goes, "Oh, we're doing all right. Went, He's doing brilliant, mate. Keep going. It's it's fabulous." But Loz, Loz is good. Loz has got a good good hand. Larry's good. Loz Larry's got, done, Loz has got big hands, hasn't he? He has yeah, got big, meaty yeah. hands, yeah. Like, 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 yeah. Does, yeah. Very similar to me. With Hairy as well. Yeah. <laughs> Little beards on every finger. I don't think that makes sense. Yeah. 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 <laughs> 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 on that note. <laughs> cool. It's good. <laughs> so that's the, that's my next uh, my next step in life is uh, is um, is Armisen. I, I love it. I, I think I, I love it, the training, as much as I do training for uh, strongman because it's, it's just so technical like like all the bits and pieces strongman it's very technical you can be as big as you can big and strong as you can but if you don't know if you don't understand how a, a, you know a, a, you move with a yoke or mm. your position with a truck pull you know it's it's one of those things you've got to learn and learn from doing it and yeah. and, and learn you know you always learn more when you lose you know I've, I've lost more arm wrestling matches in the last uh, eight uh, well, I've only been doing like 13 months but I've, I've, I've learned so much from the my losses because I know the positions I've, I've lost in so mm. but I, I just love it I think it's absolutely fascinating so finally you're in the world championship final of arm wrestling mm. who's going to hype you up how you hype other people up 
God, I don't know. You'll just reverse the cap, like. I don't I'm, I'm pretty good at doing it myself I work on my own because I know my triggers and the triggers that I've worked with other people then you can I can kind of reciprocate I can bring it back into my own training so I've got my own cues my cues and my gum shield and the and my okay. but also my I, think, I think in, in part imagine in arm wrestling a bit like all fighting you have to be much more aware of what the other guy's doing you've got to be ready for counter-attacking yeah. you can't I don't you, you know Awful easy, in, especially the powerlifting movement. Yeah. You know, you should have that groove. You All you have to do is scream your way through the groove. You know yeah. what I mean? It, it's it's a set movement. Yeah, it's- you have to mirror your opponent. And it is, it is the closest thing you'll go to unarmed combat without punching your opponent in the face. Yeah. Because you, you're... And, you know, lucky I did I did boxing as a teenager for about four or five years. So I, I kind of understand that. Well, there's, there's, the, there's the arm wrestling where you kick each other as well, isn't there? Yeah, yeah well, a bit weird, though. It's a bit, bit weird. I'm not yeah. doing that. I mean... But- you know, well, the, not the, on Saturday. Come on, I'll be on the, on the floor. <laughs> the whole sort of hype man thing. I mean, it's a bit of a strange one for us because we get like, all the athletes want to bring their own people and all that stuff, which is cool. Then you get some people that are backstage that tend just to annoy the hell out of everybody. So it's mm-hmm. difficult to get the right person that actually says the right things. But when Rob's backstage at a Giants Live, it's like, oh, it's fine because you, you, you sort of help all of them out, to be quite honest mm-hmm. with you. Like, because because you've competed with them and you know all the guys, they'll all go to you, oh, Rob, will you do this? Will you help me put my suit yeah. on? But a lot of people tend to annoy people when they're getting ready to compete. So it's quite an art to be able to say the right thing. Uh, probably because you've been a competitor as well. I can think of a couple, but yeah. yeah we'll keep people, them nameless. There's a few people that were like, no, we don't want him back there because he annoys yeah. everybody. But whereas everyone seems to go to you for just just that little bit of a you know, slap around the face and a bit of you know smelling salts and that sort of thing I, I nice. often go to Rob for a little slap around the face, around the face yeah. and that's, <laughs> before, that's before and after the show <laughs> I just think you've got to dial it in you know everyone's professionalism where they're, they're they're wanting to do something and if I can help provide that little bit extra or be there for something and do something which is more proactive for them and they don't have to worry or you know there's things that we can all forget sometimes and I'm a I'm, a, I'm terrible for um, structure anything. I'm a little bit sort of. Um, uh, I like I like structure. I think always a place. So I, I try and make sure that, like with Bish, you know, I, I've got a, a almost like a photographic memory of what he needs for what event. So I make sure that everything's all done properly. It's all in its place. Come um, on, it's, it's, it's a family, you know. And, and, yeah, it's that. Well, yeah. Even, even I mean, though yeah. you finish competing. You, yeah, no. yeah I, I can't. It's weird because obviously you, you, imagine if you had to give it up. You, no, you, I can't. No. I mean, also it keeps you involved in the sport as well. Yeah, I love it. And, I, and I you, never... you got no place else to go. Strongman is. I've always said strongman is a marmite sport. You love it. You'll love it. Or, you know, so you'll hate it and you'll never do it. You never see it again. Or you'll love it and you'll co- you'll always have it. You'll always do it. And I'll always do it. Mm. No, yeah. You know, do I miss competing? Sometimes do I miss the pain of the ache for days afterwards mm. and the calluses? Nah, because I've got I've got strong, I've got armrest for that. But the dynamic of the, the friends and the, it is a family. It's like a, mm. it's, it's awesome. I love it. And, and the behind the stage is just oh, I'm, I'm getting a bit. I'm getting a bit. What's no thing about it? I love it. I actually love it. Well, Rob, yeah, we, love, we it. love you being a part of it. And the next time you see this man, if not before will be potentially when Bish attempts history, oh, yes. when he pulls 505 off the floor after this man gives him the words he needs to hear. Oh, yes. We've had our differences in the past. Is it bum bag or is it fanny pack? 
were two powerful nations with a special relationship. For one night only, that special relationship ends. UK versus USA. Who is the strongest nation? Who is right? The strongmen decide. World's Strongest Nation, 18th of November, MS Bank Arena, Liverpool. Tickets at giants-live.com. By the way, it's us. We're right. It's Bumbag, of course.